Another podcast from St. John's Riverside Hospital. It's the Riverside Radio HealthCast. Here's Melanie Cole. Cataracts are the most common cause of vision loss in people over 40 and is the principal cause of blindness in the world. That's quite a statement to make. And here to tell us what cataracts are is my guest, Dr. Nicholas Donas. He's a board-certified ophthalmologist at St. John's Riverside Hospital. Welcome to the show. Doctor, explain a little bit about cataracts. People hear that word. They're not sure what they really are and how they affect your vision. Sure, Melanie. Uh, so cataracts are the lens uh, in the eye. Um, we all have a, a lens in the eye that helps us focus on, on things. And uh, it's that lens that, as we get older, uh, will get uh, cloudy or, uh, we say, gets dense. Uh, and it causes changes in the way we see things. Sometimes those aren't always perceivable to us, but over the years, um, especially on the uh, eye exam, we can uh, pick up changes um, in the vision, and um, that's when we we, uh, we tell the patient that you know they're developing a cataract, and at that point we we um, either address it or um, tell them we'll, we'll continue to observe it. So what would people notice, first of all, and what age would they start to... I mentioned in the, in the intro that it was over 40, but what age typically do you see people coming to you with cataracts, and what is it that they come to you and complain about? So most people, uh, I would say in my experience and in general, I think the, the average age is uh, when you start to develop a cataract, probably sometime in your mid-50s and... Um, usually doesn't become a problem where it needs to be addressed uh, uh, with surgery um, until about your early 70s. And that's, that's just a, an average. You know, there's plenty of people, I don't have plenty of patients who are in their 50s who have cataracts that are significant. Um, and uh, I have patients who are in their mid-90s who haven't had um, cataract, who haven't needed cataract surgery. Um, in other words, their vision is still very good. So, um, the age, you know, varies, but it um, it centers, or the average, I would say, uh, of us forming a significant cataract is, a, is sometime in your early 70s. And then what? People come to you, they have complaints about their vision, they're not sure. Yeah, so people will, people will you know, one of the very common complaints is that, uh, I would, you know, one of the earliest complaints that people will have is they ha- they'll, they'll say they have some glare driving at night. So glare driving at night seems to be one of the most common complaints people will have, and um, sometimes it'll just be very um, subtle. So people, will, I'll, I'll ask, you know, well, how much does that glare bother you? And they'll say, oh, it's just something I noticed, but it doesn't seem to bother me too much. Um, so, you know, in that case, we'll just continue following the patient, usually on an annual basis. Um, there's some patients where uh, the cataract develops a little bit quicker, and they'll say they've noticed a significant change in their vision over the past year. And um, obviously, you know, that's something that if it happens quickly, it's it's uh, easier for the patient to perceive the difference. So um, patients will often complain that their prescription isn't working, their glasses aren't working, they just can't see the way they want to see. Uh, reading is difficult, especially under low light. So uh, those are the, the some of the common complaints people will have. Is there a genetic component to cataracts? If you know both your parents had them and they had cataract surgery, are you more likely to need that as well? Um, I find that if uh, your, patient, your parents had cataract surgery or had a significant cataract, 
lot when they were young, meaning you know in their forties or fifties, and that seems to be something that uh, will be inherited. So, if you're you know fifty years old and you have a significant cataract, it's likely that you have a family member um, that also had cataract surgery when they were quite young. So that would seem to be pretty common then, and and run in families. Tell us what treatments are available if you determine. Well, first of all, how do you even diagnose cataracts? And then if you do determine that someone has them, how do you discuss treatment and when does cataract surgery become the discussion? So uh, at every eye exam, we look at the at the lens. We look at the clarity of the lens. Uh, sometimes uh, the color of the lens can change. Uh, you know, the lens initially starts out clear, and as we get older, it develops a kind of a yellow appearance to it. Um, Sometimes it gets cloudy. Um, those cloudy cataracts tend to um, interfere with the vision more than just a yellowing of the lens. So uh, when we see that on the exam, you know, I'll mention it to the patient, and you know, if they if it kind of goes along with the complaints that they're having, you know, and if their vision has diminished, we uh, discuss the options of you know what what they could do with that uh, to to uh, take care of the cataract. Really, the only option for a significant cataract, the cataract that has, uh, in, is interfering with the patient's um, uh, vision and you know, interfering with their, with their daily activities, is to remove the cataract. So a cataract has to be physically removed. It's the lens of the eye, like I mentioned previously, and um, it needs to be removed and then replaced with a new intraocular lens. What's going on in the world of cataract surgery, Dr. Donas? Is it is it advancing pretty rapidly? People used to be a little bit afraid of it, and you know, someone going near their eye. And what's going on and exciting in the world of cataract surgery? Well, cataract surgery has has evolved quite a bit over the past twenty or thirty years. Um, it's uh, certainly not your parents or your grandparents' surgery. It's um, changed quite a bit. I have patients who might remember a grandparent or a parent having to be admitted to the hospital, and there was a, a, a time where they had to stay you know, for several days uh, under observation, and they would also um, immobilize their heads. So it was a, quite a different experience than it is now. Cataract surgery um, over the past uh, several years has evolved quite a bit. It has become a lot less invasive. It has trended towards smaller incisions, a quicker surgery time, and that has led to just a quicker recovery for patients overall and, uh, and better outcomes, of course. Um, patients these days also have many more options when it comes to choosing uh, the intraocular lens that we use to replace the cataract with. Um, that, of course, uh, is something that uh, we discuss with the patients at length, and we have a long discussion to try and figure out what the best fit would be for the patient. So patients have an option of how they want their vision to be after the surgery. Um, many patients oftentimes achieve independence from glasses after having cataract surgery, and that can be um, uh, achieved with lenses that can give you both distance vision and, and near vision, which are called multifocal lenses. Uh, there's patients with astigmatism that have the option of choosing an astigmatism-correcting lens. Um, so overall, there's just a lot more options for patients it's a much quicker and safer procedure than it used to be, and it's um, very well tolerated. And you know, invariably, I have patients come to me after the surgery and tell me how 
how quick of a procedure it was, and, and it wasn't at all what they had, had expected it to be. So as you wrap it up, Dr. Donas, tell us, can cataracts come back even after surgery? Is there a way to prevent them? And give your best advice, so, what you would yeah. like the listeners to know about cataract surgery and cataracts in general, and, and as an ophthalmologist, what you want them to know about today's cataract treatment. Yeah. So in general, um, you know, also touching on, you know, preventing cataracts, I think it, it's always a good practice for patients to wear sunglasses to protect their eyes from, from uh, UV damage, just the way you protect your skin. Um, you know, the most likely cause of a cataract is probably exposure to sunlight. So we do tell patients to protect their eyes with uh, sunglasses. Also, after the cataract is removed, you know, there is something called a secondary cataract that can occur, and that's something that's typically taken care of in the office with a quick laser procedure that's uh, uh, minimally invasive and uh, very well tolerated by most patients. And it's, uh, uh, you know, it's something that oftentimes can occur after cataract surgery, but doesn't really affect the, uh, the result of the, um, of, the, of the surgery itself. So interesting. What a fascinating topic. Thank you so much for being with us today and sharing your expertise and explaining how cataracts have changed. The treatment has changed over the years. It is so interesting. Thank you again for joining us. You're listening to Riverside Radio HealthCast. For more information, please visit riversidehealth.org. That's riversidehealth.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.